News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Broadcaster and former politician with the spotlight very much on Catherine Martin. I began by asking him if her position is tenable. I thought her position wasn't really tenable uh, last summer when she was asked should people pay their TV license, and I've been very critical of her. Her handling of this matter, actually, and her tenure on office entirely depends on the three-party leaders. I think they've taken the view that we're too close to an election to cause wider instability within the government, and therefore the old principle will all hang together rather than hang separately. And therefore, I think she will survive no matter what answers she gives, uh, and and that this has now become a political football uh, as well as a semi-state one. But I think we've got to we've got to focus Shunni Rahali and and all of that on the bigger picture. People thought this was about Ryan Tuberty. They thought it was about corporate governance. The real crisis here is that the government have paid 71 million to RTE in the last 15 months. That's on top of 50 million for COVID. That was before the non-compliance of license payments, which are now running at about 60 million a year out of about 200 million. The fact of the matter is RTE's financial crisis is much greater than all the other crises put together. And the fact of the matter is the government needs to address that. RTE cannot reform itself. The department is incapable, Department of Arts and Media, of fixing this. And the leadership of the government need to appoint a new chairperson. I've suggested people like Kieran Wallace, Michael McAteer, who have experience in dealing with the financial crisis of cost-cutting, of rationalisation. And anything else is simply a deferral to the next government. So do you think it almost doesn't matter who told the department what back in uh, at the end of last year? Do you think that's almost irrelevant at this stage? Like, I suppose, did, did Catherine Martin need to make an issue out of this last Thursday? Well, the, the, the fact of the matter is that th- th- those are, are valid arguments. And look, there is a blame game going on here. I mean, I would have thought that Backhurst has questions to answer. He was at all these meetings. There would be many cases where the CEO of a semi-state company has a direct route to the line department uh, to say, this is the story. We have four exit packages, not least the last one on David Nally, on Rory Coveney, on Breda O'Keefe, and right through now with Richard Collins. And the fact of the matter is, Backhurst is arguing that he wants to be treated like a public pillar of state, like on Garda Corner or the HSE. Now, the rules for accounting officers, for those organizations that are fully state-owned and state-run, departmental estimates, budgets, and ultimately before the PAC, are not rules. RTE is saying, oh, we'll decide what questions we'll answer. We'll decide who turns up. People who work in the senior levels of the HSC or Gardashikona can't do that. That is the rules. So they want it both ways, and simply that is unsustainable from Backhurst. What happens next? I mean, you, you think the minister will survive this for the reasons you've outlined. So what happens after that? What's going to happen is that they'll have more sticking plaster solutions. They'll have uh, no uh, visibility. I think the, the worst decision would be for them, for the exchequer to take it over uh, and to simply say, OK, 
well, whatever about it. We'll now give you 240 million and we'll give another 12 and a half million to Post for not collecting the license and doing away with the license. That is actually rewarding disaster. Uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, the reform package put forward by Backhurst is too little, too late. It's going to be found in two years that it's very aspirational. It's not delivering real savings. And I'm hearing, Shane, that the NUJ and other unions are winding up a huge campaign of resistance. And the opening line is, yeah, if anyone's going to go, you've got to pay them one year salary, uh, because that's the line ball situation for these top executives, which all means the problem is getting much worse. You seem to be painting quite a bleak scenario for the future of RTE, because I don't know if you agree with me, I, I imagine it's unlikely any firm decisions will be made about the licence fee this side of the general election. It'll be put on the long finger, I would guess. And you're saying there's, there's a lot more trouble coming down the line. Where, where does this... Yeah, absolutely. This... And, and also, if you, look, if you stand back from this, there was a time the licence fee paid for everything in RTE. We now pay separately for 54 million for uh, Tina G. We pay separately 12 million to the orchestra. So the level of public subsidy for this has been actually exponential. And my question is, when is any politician going to have the backbone to say, stop? Do you expect that to happen? No, I put it like this, not this side of an election. And, you know, I mean, like, to be honest with you, you know, uh, Pascal Donoghue and, and, and Michael McGrath and even the party leaders for Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil would assert that they are the guardians on behalf of taxpayer, that they have the best interests of the taxpayer at heart. Other people actually are in favour of high tax, high spending. So, I mean, I, I actually am very pessimistic, but I think the first step is to, to send a message to RTE that they're going to put in someone whose expertise is not, this isn't a crisis of public sector broadcasting they're broadcasting as usual this is a financial crisis i never felt that shooting rally or backhurst had the capability competence or experience of dealing with the financial crisis and i want to see someone appointed who has those credentials just very finally ivan just and briefly you mentioned two would-be ca- uh, candidates to be chairman uh, I, I, most of our listeners won't know who they are just briefly uh, give us a quick resume well, you'll be aware from 08 onwards, we went through a crash. And even before that, Kieran Wallace of KPMG and, uh, and Michael McAteer of Grant Thornton were the go-to guys to go into burning buildings financially and sort them out. And nearly all that. And so you have everything from IBRC. And remember this, we've been down, you and I, Shane, have been around Irish Shipping, Aer Lingus, the B&I line, all vital state companies found themselves in a situation of insolvency and solutions were found and RTE is heading in that direction. Mm, that was Ivan Yates, and uh, broadcaster and former politician, talking to me a little earlier. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.